Welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast. Granite Zero is brought to you in partnership with Ico. If, like me, you like the taste of energy drinks, then you really need to get some Ico. Not only does it taste amazing and give you a longer-lasting energy boost without the jitters or crash, but it's environmentally friendly. For me, it's an amazing iced tea. The goal is simple. Healthy lifestyle and environmental regeneration. Help save the planet and get an energy buzz. Check out icodrinks.com. That's icodrinks.com. Also, if you suffer with mental health issues, aches and pains in your muscles and joints, or have a bit of anxiety, you know, the normal, check out Infusion CBD. CBD is scientifically proven to help with all of those things. Personally, I use the muscle balm, which helps with my muscles and joints, especially around my ankles and knees from all that carrying of heavy weight during my time in the military. I also use the CBD oil to help with my anxiety and my depression and PTSD. It fucking really helps. Really, it really does help, and you know it's helped me get off antidepressants. That's how good it is. So check them out. It's amazing. That's infusion C B D. Check them out. Also, this podcast is brought to you, my friends. By Opspartan. Now, Opspartan is a military and emergency service veteran community. And they help over 10,000 members. And they all come in, they unite, and they uplift, they support, they inspire without, without their own ranks, you know. They really do give back to those that are in need. So check out Opspartan. Their website is now up and running. Check them out. It's amazing. It really helps if you're suffering with any sort of mental health issue or if you're feeling a bit low or if you just want an uplift, a boost, you know, go and check them out, Opspartan. Yeah. And finally... Most importantly, this podcast is brought to you by FC Granite Zero versus Tottenham Hotspurs Legends. Now, this game is coming to you on the 11th of July, 2021 at the Gallagher Stadium, Maidstone. Now, the gates open 12.30. Kick off. 1400 hours yeah you can get tickets on the day five pound a ticket 15 pound a family ticket it's a family of four any age or you can go online and get them at eventbrite check it out at eventbrite put in your details get your ticket come and support and it's all in aid for rock to recovery now rock to recovery is a military cause that helps 
anyone ser service related any cat badge veteran or still serving they help them out financially medically mentally you know any sort of aid they 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 really do help out and we're trying to raise as much money as we can in this football match but without further ado this is episode 109 would you believe and it's a, a lone ranger podcast so welcome to the granite zero podcast check it out Welcome back. It's been a while. It's been a hot fucking second. Um, I don't know if that got picked up, but it told me recording was in progress. Very American. Um, but yeah, welcome back to the Grand Zero podcast. It's been a um, a hot second since I started uh, recording. Um, I've been taking a bit of time just to de-stress, um, re-evaluate, re-engage that sort of thing um yeah just taking a bit of me time to get the old noggin right but before i start this episode um today 29th of june is uh my eldest daughter's birthday and you know she's she's 10 today and For one, don't look old enough to have a fucking 10-year-old, but do. <coughs> um, just kidding. Um, but I still remember, like, not so much um, finding out that we were we were going to have, have Jess, but it was more um, when she actually came out. And then it hit me. It was like, yeah, dad now. It's time for you to stop being such a fucking idiot. It took me a while, don't get me wrong, but, you know, and nobody gives you a step-by-step -step guide, really, on how to be a dad, because everybody's different. Like, I'm, I'm different to my old man. Um, my brother's different to my old man. I'm different to my brother. Um, I'm different to the missus's old man, etc., etc. But what you do is you pick up little traits, little uh, commonalities, little little things that help guide you into becoming into becoming a dad. But fuck me, is it a difficult job? You know, that's, it's got to be the hardest but most rewarding job ever. Um, but. It's not a written out aid memoir, step by step, A to Z, this is how you are a dad. And 
if I'm honest, you got to wing it most of the time. No cuff too tough. You just got to do what you think is right. And now I, I'm lucky. I've I had parents that were very loving, very um, guiding. Um, they weren't strict, but then again, they didn't take no shit either. Um, I was never hit or anything like that. I didn't need to. Mum had a look that you thought, if I fuck her off, she's going to destroy me. My dad literally had a voice, raised his voice slightly, and you're like, oh, fuck. Um, so you sort of take those little things and you try your best, you know. Nobody's expecting miracles from a dad straight away. You know, it's it's pretty much learn on the job. I never took a class on how to fucking change a nappy, on what happens when they start teething. What is this wee beige jobby that has just appeared in a nappy? What is this pickle fucking coloured shitting machine? Um, but yeah, you just you just got to get on and, and, and go with it. Go with the flow, as they say. And for me... It, it is the most rewarding and the, and the best thing that's ever happened to me was become a dad. Um, Jess, she gave me a, a scare when she first came out, wasn't breathing, sure. Also late, so she takes after her mum's side of the family for that, always late. But as soon as I laid eyes on her, I was, I was you know, that is true love personified. That is, you know, I would die for that kid. I'd do anything for her. She's amazing. And credit to credit to the missus. Um, she had a tough job while I was away looking after her um, for the first, well, pretty much year or so. And, you know, I've been fighting back ever since to try and gain um, as much time as I can with her. Because, you know, that, that seven month, that year, that I was away, that was a huge part of her sort of development stage. Um, and daddy wasn't there. I came back, she was like, Who, who's this geezer? Who's this chap that's just appeared? Um, but yeah, she, she really is my little best mate. You know, her and her sister, they're my fucking apples in my eye. And um yeah, like I said, a credit to a credit to the missus, and I'll take some of the credit, but she is the most adorable, kind, beautiful, funny, annoying, you know, little lady. You know, she's so gentle and courteous, and and just just a just a nice person and i know all parents think that of their kids but i generally think that she is a good sausage she is a good egg and knowing that knowing that she can go off to her mate's house and i don't need to worry because she doesn't, she doesn't swear. She isn't rude. She doesn't play up. Yeah, she has got a bit of a preteen attitude going on and a little mix of her father's temper. But that that is literally, that's just for mummy and daddy to see. When she's with someone else, 
like it is an honor to have a in as as my daughter you know it's an absolute privilege she is a little superstar and you know she suffers a little bit from anxiety which i think she gets that from both me and and the missus and when it when it comes to schoolwork and and taking tests and you see her getting worked up and worked up overthinking and it's just it is it, kind of cute to see but also you know you have to try and guide her in the right way but she is she really is a, a little superstar and i just want to dedicate this this part of the podcast solely to her you know she loves the podcast not that she listens to it much bad language so if you are listening jessica turn it off you've had your little you know nah but she is She's amazing. That's that. That's all I need to say, you know. And I am a proud dad. I, I always have been, you know. Her achievements uh, are way up there, you know. Anything she does, I I probably blow it out of proportion. But she's amazing. Simply put, and I love her to bits. I really do. I really. It's it's undeniable, you know. And it's there's not enough words in the English language to describe the love that a dad has for his daughter i mean i am part of the daddies with pretty daughters hunting club and her boyfriends are going to get a shock you know but i would do anything for my kids and and yeah so happy birthday sprog she's a sprog little creature but i love her but anyway, onto a um, separate segue now. Um, we've got under two weeks now to the to the big to the big football match. And I just want to talk about something in particular that I've noticed in myself personally, and it's not um, the fact that I'm getting fitter um, because I'm still rotund and still not at any sort of peak fitness. But that's not what this is about. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, it's how I am mentally now, you know, I had that huge blip, drunk too much, um, had a, a an almost a meltdown. I was going to stop the podcast. I was going to cancel the football match. And it wasn't until I actually took uh, a proper deep breath at a, at a proper conversation with the missus, um, which is something I wouldn't have done normally, you know, I wouldn't have been talking about that sort of stuff. I would have just fucking soaked it up and got on with it. But it was at that stage, I scared her, I scared myself. And I was like, I can't do this again. And it, and it's little things like not coming down here to, to record and and not being able to see um, your mates and whatnot. And that's the big thing that I'm going to talk about now is, is that social contact. And I've said it loads of times on the podcast before how well um we have done as a society with with using zoom teams skype etc to stay in, in in comms with with loved ones and, and friends and family and and whatnot however there is nothing like the physical social interaction now the last um month two months i've been running little football training sessions for the lads for this big game 
I've been getting seven or eight of the lads um, that live down south into into the um, into the sports park just to have a game of football. I'd, I'd make up some drills and then we'd go for a pint afterwards. But just doing a little bit of fizz, it's not too strenuous, although last night was a bit strenuous. But that little bit of fizz and that little bit of social interaction, that banter, you know, you're bouncing off each other. You're having a laugh. You're you're having a pint. You're talking about everything. Could be anything. Work, home life, the football. You know, it's it's literally everything. But my God, there's something about that social interaction between people physically that makes you feel better. And, you know, it, it's something that the doctor should prescribe it. You know, that's probably why they say to go to um, therapists, et cetera, et cetera, to talk about your problems, because you're having that back and forth. <clears throat> and I highly recommend it. You know, getting a gym partner, going to a football training, just going for a pint down the pub with a mate, you know, it's amazing what social interaction really does to the mind. And it really has, it really has helped me this last, especially these last couple of weeks. You know, we're getting closer to the game. I was getting extremely stressed, trying to find sponsors for the, for the football match trying to pay off um, bits for, for the Spurs legends, for the pitch hire, getting the programs done, the posters done, getting the raffle prizes, et cetera, et cetera. And I was doing the majority of this on my, on my Todd, on my loans and all on me onesie savvy. And the stress, the stress, the stress was building up on, on my shoulders. And I'm quite broad shouldered. I can usually take that sort of stuff, but it was starting to wear me down. I was getting stupid little comments from, from people within the in in the football group, you know who you are, dickhead. Um, that just wasn't really helping. It's like, no, I need a little bit of help here, but I'm too stubborn to say I need a little bit of help here. Um, but it did come. It did come, and and we got it all sorted. We got it all paid off. The kits getting printed, raffle prizes are here, you know, and in in under two weeks we're gonna put this strip on. We're going to go out and we're playing against a group of old pros and we're going to hold our own. But having that, having that beer after, after the session, after running around like a lunatic trying to kick a football properly, having that beer, having that laugh, you know, it's like it's like the old the old saying, laughter really does cure everything. Um, it it does, you know. You feel so much better if you're smiling, if you're laughing, and having that little moment could actually save someone's life in the long run, and. It really is important to interact with friends, not just through the phone or through Teams or, or Skype, FaceTime, that sort of thing. 
you know, that is a good start, but there's nothing like face to face, you know. <clears throat> and yeah, sort of coming on to the next point, like I I heard, can't remember if it was on the radio or or what, or the news about uh, the new, we'll go on to the other bit in a minute, the new health secretary saying that we're now getting to the point where we're not going to eradicate the virus, so we're going to have to live with it and sort of go with it and we're never going to be free from it. Uh, I'm pretty sure 99.9% of the population who the majority of are not medically trained, yeah, have said that, have um, said that we're going to have to live with it now. We're going to have to just do our best. And it just proves that that other dickhead was a dickhead. Um, who pretty much, it seems, has kept everyone in a lockdown so that he could gallivant around willy-nilly finger-blasting his fucking hired help, his fucking PA or whatever she fucking is, whose brother has got some sort of deal with the NHS through this fucking PPE stuff. Hey, is he going to get investigated for that? Because he's definitely pumping one up her with his fucking love juice. And she's going, oh, yeah, I'll pass that on to my brother. Not the love juice, but, you know, the contract. Keep it in the family. And he's going, yeah. You fancy another year eight snog behind the door? Oh, you telling me you didn't know there was a camera there? Are you an idiot? Of course there was. He's checking me on the door. Ooh. Oh, no, it's, the coast is clear. Let me grab your bum. Let me have a little fondle. Let me have a little, little titty grab. Ooh. Fancy going a couple of knuckles deep? No? Maybe later? Let me fuck the NHS and the country a bit more. And I'll come and give you a good fucking scene too, you fucking slutty sort. Put it nicely, Matt Hancock, you're a cunt. You fake tears. Ooh, we've had the first jab. Oh. Congratulations, William Shakespeare got the first jab. Oh, so proud. Fuck you. You fucking slimy little cunts. Fucking constable. <laughs> I'm... You know, he literally took eat out to help out to a whole new meaning, didn't he? The fucking selfish little cunt stun. Definitely meant cunt stain, but you know. Um, but yeah, he really riles me up. And I've said a far too many expletives there for my daughter to actually listen to this episode. Um, 
but I'll snip it for her and I'll send it. Um, but yeah, it's just fucking infuriating, isn't it? It really is. I'm sure the whole country was like outrageous. Yes, the memes are funny as fuck. Don't get me wrong. But hey, you're taking the piss. You really are. Um, but yeah. But on to another quick subject. As seeing as it's the 29th and today is the last 16 clash against the old enemy. England versus Germany <coughs> at Wembley. I'm quietly optimistic about this game. This could go and bite me in the ass. I haven't been overly impressed with Germany. Again, could bite me in the ass. A lot of people will probably go, but Tomo, England, I mean, great. No, they haven't. But we haven't conceded a goal. So defensively, solid. Yeah. Um, but we will, we shall see. It depends on what fucking Mr. Southgate does. He's got to be adventurous. It's the last 16. We have to score goals. You know? We can't just fucking stroll about, passing it backwards. You've got to attack. You've got to score goals. That's what we want to see. We want to celebrate. I also think the Euros has come at a fucking spot on time, you know? Yes, we were all a bit gutted that the 21st of July, June, sorry, wasn't the uh, freedom date. They've moved that on. But we all knew that was going to happen because he's a dickhead. <coughs> However, you've still been able to watch the football in the pub. You've still been able to get tickets if you needed to. You know, 22,000 fans in a stadium the size of Wembley is, is a lot, but there's still fans there, still people screaming, shouting, celebrating. And it, and it's like a like a big weight has been lifted, like the curse has come off. Nobody really gives a shit about this fucking pandemic anymore. They're like, is it Corona? Is it? Is it, though? Should we move on, though? Yeah. Funky. Let's get on. Cosmic. You know, let's just get on with it. And and the football really does. Those people that don't like football, hey, you're not a human. You're an alien. If you don't like football, you're alien. Um, I'm not a football fan. Eh. Try watching the game. You don't have to understand what they're doing, but just feel the passion of it. Yeah? Feel what it does to people. It's like a religion. In fact, if anything, it's better than religion. Doesn't tend to start wars. It does start a few fights, though, with hooligans. Yeah? But not wars. Um, but, yeah, the passion, the... The feeling of when the ball hits the net and you're like, yes, fucking come on, England. You add an extra fucking letter into fucking England. England. <coughs> it's amazing. What does annoy me, though, about football 
mainly the home nations. Sing your national anthem with a bit of pride. Yeah? Belt that motherfucker out. You sing, God save the queen, as loud as you can. You do that. Get that fucking fire in your fucking belly and you fucking belt it out. Not like... With pride, motherfucker. With fucking pride. Coming from your fucking soul. Yeah. 96, they did. You watch it. 96, go back in time. Watch those motherfuckers sing the national anthem in 96. I think it was Michael Ball was supposed to be doing the fucking actual singing of the national anthem. Didn't even sing it. Didn't need to. The players were belting out and the whole stadium was. That is passion. That is sexy. That is hot. That makes you want to fucking go out and that makes you want to beat the Germans again. That's what we want. Have a bit of passion, a bit of pride. You're wearing your country's colours. Yeah. The Welsh fucking football team, they need to start singing like the Welsh rugby team. Belt that thing out. You're Welsh, you can all sing. It's like a rule. But yeah, should be interesting tonight. Should be good. Should be a good laugh. Should be awesome. But what I want to just take from this, this quick episode, it's only me a quick one. Until I start actually getting some guests in again, um, if they don't cancel on me, because Jack is fuck. Um, is yeah, you can now be social. Go and meet people. Socially distancing, of course. Fuck off. Go and meet people. Have a conversation face to face. I know a lot of people like me don't like crowds as much. Get feel a bit funny. It's like all oh, this too many people, too many cunts about. That's cool. Get your handful of friends. You don't need more than a handful of friends. You know, get those closest to you. Go and have an actual conversation. Have a beer, a glass of wine, have a gin. Serve yourself up some whiskey and some fun. And just get amongst it and have fun, you know. Feel the, the, the stresses lift from you when you have social interaction. Them is be the rules. Um, but yeah, on, on, on that as well, just a massive happy birthday to Jess, um, again, you know, little apple of my eye, fucking superstar, she's brilliant, I love her to bits, I love her to bits, saved my life that kid, really did, um, she's brilliant, she's brilliant, and then obviously 11th of July, 11th of July this year, get down to Maidstone, Get down to the Gallagher Stadium, get your tickets. They are in the FC Granite Zero um, football team um, on the on their Instagram. Go and check out the uh, the link in there. Or come on the day, cash. Get your fucking ticket. Five for a ticket. Cheapest chips. Cheaper than chips. Um, come and watch a, a group of ex-vets um serving police key workers guests and friends of the show um come and watch us take on spurs and and yeah 
It'll be good. It'll be good. All in the aid for Rock to recovery. Beer. Yeah. They're awesome. Um, but yeah, 11th of July, Gallagher Stadium, Maidstone. Make sure you come down, check it out. Um, cheer if you want, or boo. Spurs, not Granite Zero. <coughs> but yeah, um, as always, it's always a privilege to come back on and, and actually talk for a little bit. Still in the old school format. It is what it is. You know, we'll get guests on soon. Don't you worry about that. And as always, I've been Tomo. This has been the Grand Zero Podcast. Catch you later. Cheers.